To me, Broadway is family. Broadway's more than just my home church, it's home. Let me explain. My wife, she grew up here at Broadway. We're raising our kids here at Broadway. My extended family comes here to Broadway. My best friends in the world come here to Broadway. I've had the privilege of, of serving on staff for over 12 years here, and some of my greatest memories in ministry have happened right here at Broadway. I've gotten to know so many people in our congregation over the years and, and been involved in such like profound moments in their lives. Weddings, funerals, baby dedications, seeing some people come to know Jesus for the very first time. It's been amazing. So to me, Broadway is family. Now, I fully understand that not everyone shares my experience. Not everyone feels the same sense of family when it comes to Broadway. For some, Broadway may feel like a Canadian megachurch with a polished presentation, multiple campuses, and, and seas of faces of people that they've never met before. And if that's your experience, I get it. You're not wrong. Again, I fully understand that, that not everyone shares my experience of Broadway feeling like family. But here's something I, I do know about you. Deep down, you wish your church felt more like family. You long to be known, to be relationally connected, to know that there are real people just like you with real stories, grappling with real issues, and that they're standing alongside you in this crazy world together. Now that would be a church that felt more like family. So the reason I know this about you is because not only is it true of me, but it's because of how God designed you to be. God designed you to know and be known, to be relationally connected within his body, the church. So one of the many ways we try to make church feel more like family is we take one Sunday a year and we share some real stories from real people in our congregation and we ask them to share, how has God been at work in your life? Our hope is that you are encouraged today by the stories you're about to hear. Our hope is that these stories will strengthen you today. And our hope is that at the end of today's message, you feel like Broadway is a little bit more like family. Okay, here we go. Our first story today comes from our Vancouver campus. Michelle has been attending Broadway for six months and she has had an incredible up and down journey in her life to say the least. But she knows that no matter what happens, God has her firmly in his hands. This is Michelle's story. I think I'm going to like tell people who I am, how God is working in my life now and like where I was before. My whole life, my, my parents told me that I was adopted and how I came to their home and how much they loved me. But when I was 13, I was at my doctor's and he let it slip that my mother was a heroin addict and I was born addicted to heroin. And I remember that day very distinctly because I came out of the office and I called my parents and I asked them, is this true? And then when I got off the phone, I realized 
in my 13 year old brain <laughs> that I'm not worth anything. And my mom didn't love me enough to give up drugs. And that explained all my troubles growing up. So I'm Michelle. I'm 48 years old. I'm a mom of six wonderful kids that all came to me in different ways. Um, I've been married to my wonderful husband, Richard, for the last 29 years. And um, I'm here just to tell you about my story with Christ. I arrived at my parents' house when I was six months old as a foster child and they ended up adopting me when I was three years old. They were Christians, and so I grew up in a Christian home, and when I was little, I was extremely excited, and I would go around to everyone saying, I love Jesus this much, and put my hands out. When I was 13, I found out that my mom was a heroin, like my birth mom was a heroin addict, and the circumstances of me being adopted. And it was pretty traumatic at 13. I was extremely bullied in school, and um, I was assault sexually assaulted in grade four. And so I thought that this is all my birth mom's fault. She chose heroin over me. I ended up leaving home, nothing to do with my parents, but just my self-esteem was was horrible. And when I was about 13 and a half, almost 14, I, um, I met a man that was 10 years older than me. And he ended up trafficking me for two years, almost three. And during that time, I still like, I still had Christ in my heart and I knew who he was. He wasn't center in my life, but I know that he protected me from doing drugs. He protected me from being harmed, from being killed. And when my trafficker went to jail, I ended up going into group homes and I was pregnant at the time. And I had my son when I was 16. And so I ended up running away. Um, even through the trauma of being trafficked, I never turned to drugs. And I was, I know that was God protecting me. I always looked at the silver lining in the cloud. And so I had been um, brutally assaulted uh, twice while I was, while I was trafficked. And in both situations, I look back and I really should not have not been harmed to the point of non-recovery or I should have died. And I look back now and I'm like, I know God was with me every step and taking care of me. That man ended up getting arrested and went to jail for 10 years. Again, God protecting me. And I, I didn't turn my life back to like, oh, I need to go to church every Sunday and I need to pray every day. It was still him on the sidelines. And, um... A few years later, I met my husband. We went to Alpha together and he ended up coming to Christ. And again, still on the sideline, like there were other things more important in our life um, that we thought were more important. 
And through that time, we I've met my biological mom. Um, she's still in and out addiction, but through that, I ended up meeting two of my sisters and they needed help with their kids uh, because of issues they're having. And so um, over the time, my, my niece has come to now become my daughter and my nephew is in the process of becoming my son. Um, and I'm also raising my grandson from my 32-year-old son. Over the last six months, my husband and I started going to Broadway church and watching our kids flourish there and get so excited of being there. Um, Richard and I really sat down and talked about like, where are we going with our family and with Christ? And that's when we decided, okay, we need to make him center in our marriage and our family. Both my husband, even though we've been Christian for Christians for years, had never been baptized. I just, I didn't feel like I had a home yet. October 29th, Richard and I both got baptized together. And the greatest thing is that my kids got to sit in the audience and watch us. And I think that's a gift that I could have never imagined being able to give my children. It was the perfect time to get baptized. And I love that I got to share that with my husband. And since then, there's a peace that's come over our family that I can't even describe. It's a sense of that I know God is holding my family and holding me. And no matter what comes our way, that he has it under control. Having him work your life and lead your life is remarkable. And so that's how God is working in my life and, and in my families. And I know that no matter what, he has us in his hands. And I'm excited about that. Our next story, it comes from our Poco campus. And many people will be able to relate to this story because Julia and her family, they're not from here. They were faced with a really hard decision to leave their family and friends and immigrate to Canada. And through their journey from Ukraine to now settling in a new and unknown city, God's faithfulness has been put on display. This is Julia's story. Hello, my name is Julia. Uh, we are new to Canada. We just arrived in this February, uh, me and my family, my husband and my son Samuel. This story has two, two sides. I know about God's glory from my grandma, and she told me many stories how God helped her to survive in this time of persecution, and it means that God is faithful. But we are people, and this, like, um, human factor is always with us and I saw many hard things, many not good things in Christianity, especially in Pentecostal church. Uh, I was maybe 24 or 23 years old. I decided to leave church and maybe around three or five years 
I didn't went to church because I saw so many wrong things, so many pain, and it was very hard time for, for me. But later I understood that it was like a God plan for me. And it was time when God showed me who I am. And it was a long time when God uh, made a deep inner work with my heart. Uh, with healing of my pain. He showed me his heart, that he loves me. No matter what I do, no matter what I did, he loves me, that we are just human. We will make mistakes, but uh, his love is not based on us. His love is based on him. Before, uh, in my imagination, to serve God mean, means like you have to do a lot of stuff. You, you have to volunteering, you have to go to hospitals. And this I did before I leave church. I was full of work. Maybe it was also a reason why I was burned out in some moment, because all my week was full. Every day I have some church activity. And when I moved to Poland with a little baby, I started ask God, how I can serve you? There are no church like in Ukraine. Poland is more Catholic country. I can't serve you anymore. What I can do? Because if in my imagination, I have to do something. God needs my help. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> he can't without my help. But in this rush, I stopped hearing his voice. I haven't just a time to be alone with God, just to hear his voice. God, what I can do? And he answered me. And he said, why you think you have to do something for me? I just want to have a relationship with you. <laughs> From that moment, I start invest my time into relationship with Jesus. I start um, seeking his face. I calm myself and he start work with my heart. Uh, when we came to Canada, it was just a, like a walk on the water because we didn't know nothing about how, where to go, work, new place to live in, so nothing. We started to look for a place to live and at that moment we lived in hotel with some other Ukrainian families. Uh, it was Saturday, we came to Port Kukvitlam to see one basement, to see second basement, one at 10 a.m. And, and, and two hours later. It was so rainy, it was so cold, and I saw Pentecostal church, and I said to my husband, Andrew, Oh, it's so cold, it's so rainy. Maybe we can just came to this church. Maybe somebody is inside just to warm. <laughs> because it was uh, March, it was March, it was cold season. <laughs> and at that moment, it, uh, there was a woman meeting, so many people. 
it was very good atmosphere some woman starts asking us who we are when what what we are doing is they start propose propose some sweets some food tea it was very good very nice uh, very friendship and i meet my friend linda there so we, we met uh, this man who rent our basement where we live now it was Saturday and in the same day he answered us yes you can rent if you want if <laughs> you just find our place to live in in one day and uh, it's just in three minutes near the church it's just one minute to our life group in Linda's home. It's very close to my son's school. In this way, I see God's answer for us question, God, is it was your will for us to go to Canada? And I saw like his angels was preparing way for us in every step. So I believe it's a God's will for us to be in this country. I am so happy we are safe. It's very painful for us because our families, our friends is still in, in Ukraine. But I believe that God can save us. And now I can say that God is uh, faithful. Our final story comes from our Surrey campus. Elton, he grew up in the lap of luxury in Dubai and, and thought he had it all together. But when he had an encounter with God, his life was changed and he's never looked back. This is Elton's story. Man, just look to God. There's no other person in this world who can save you. Yeah, I was sitting in the room <laughs> and uh, with my companion at the time called Jack Daniels. He got me through all the pain that I was going through at the time. Uh, it was a very dark time, so I had turned to him. I did not know Jesus. And then sitting in the room with my glass, I heard this distinct voice saying, I've got you in the palm of my hands. You don't need to worry about anything. I have never looked back at Jack or remember who Jack was because I have Jesus now. My name is Elton. I uh, grew up in the Middle East, Dubai specifically. It was a good life in Dubai. I mean, all that you see that glitters is gold over there. And I thought I was doing good by going to church once a week, Sundays. It was supposed to last an hour, but after about 40 minutes, we got restless. And before the serving was done, we were out and said, oh, we were done for, the, for our week. We'll see you back next week. That was like my, Christ, my Catholic duties. And then I guess God had other plans because uh, I went to... Thailand for my brother's wedding. I was supposed to supply all the alcohol, the party animal, like I was. 
I heard this distinct voice saying, I've got you in the palm of my hands. You don't need to worry about anything. And I looked at the glass and I said, are you talking to me, bro, <laughs> after all this time? And uh, something just hit deep inside of me. And I took the glass and I just dumped it out the, down the drain. That was in 2012. I've been sober since then. And uh, I don't intend looking back. And from then on, I realized what God was doing. Because when you hear that voice, you know it's nobody else in that room. It was clearly his voice. It hit hard because at that time, my wife at the time applied for the divorce. There was a dark period. That was the darkest period. But somehow he'd never let go. And I never let go of his goodness and his promise. Times were hard. Times were really hard. A lot of distractions, a lot of temptations. I stuck through it. I really stuck through it. And he saw my sincerity. Then I met my wife, Diana. Again, another miracle. Absolute miracle. I, she's a blessing. Because we came here just after COVID, so we still weren't sure how to go about the church uh, life. So we were still online, watching our churches from back in the Middle East. But it was not fulfilling us. We, we were, pe were people where we like, we like the gathering, we like community. She didn't have to browse very long because the first church that came up was Broadway. And uh, she said, hey, there's a church close by. I said, okay, let's do it. When we went, the first time it was in a theater setting and I was like, yo, these seats are cool, yo. <laughs> there was no popcorn or drink or tacos, but there was great worship. There was, uh, it was the live band was not live, but they were huge on the screen. <laughs> Made me look small. It was absolutely amazing. I felt really, really warm. We felt really warm and welcomed over there. So we, we kept going for the first couple of weeks. And then Diana says, hey, let's volunteer. And now um, we, we, we serve and the welcoming team. I've taken up a new role with uh, CD Reach. I get to do good again. I get to, to smile at people. I get to hug them. I get to feed them. I get to hear their stories. I get to share mine. It's just, it's just, I don't know, God has prepared me for this moment through all of the timeline that he has taken me through. It was like in the desert and now he's brought me back to the land of milk and honey. He's, yeah, it, it's all his work and through, 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 through us. All the credit goes to him. I just want to say a huge thank you to Michelle and to Julia and to Elton for sharing your story with us. I've so appreciated your honesty and authenticity as you've shared. God has so clearly been at work in your life in the good times and in the bad times. And God, he gets all of the credit. 
Now, I don't know about you, but it's just so encouraging to me to know that the people I sit beside each week at church, they're real people with real stories. Every single person that calls Broadway home has a story. No one has come here by accident. It is by the grace of God that, that any one of us is here. So my prayer for you today is that, that you would hear these stories and that you would be so encouraged to share your own story with others. Just as Michelle and Julia and, and Elton have encouraged you, you now have an opportunity to go and encourage others with your story. Go and tell others how great our God is, how God has been at work in your life. Let me just close by saying this. I hope that today has made our church feel more like family. I hope that hearing these stories today have made you feel home. We're not a perfect church, but we have some incredible people and we serve an incredible God. Amen? Amen. I wanna close in just a moment of prayer and I wanna invite you, wherever you're sitting, wherever you're watching this right now, if you don't have a story with God yet, I wanna encourage you to start your story with God today. Simply where you're sitting, I'm gonna invite you just to open up your heart, open up your life and ask God to come and do a work in your heart. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to simply say yes to Jesus, maybe for the very first time. It's very simple to do. We're just gonna acknowledge that God is Lord of our life, the forgiver of our sins, and that he gets to lead from now on. So if that's you, take a moment, bow with me in prayer and pray these words. Jesus, today I'm asking you to be the leader of my life and the forgiver of my sins from this day forward. I know I'm not a perfect person and I need you in my life. Today is the day that I begin my story with God. Transform me from the inside out. Come live within me by your Holy Spirit, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer with me, congratulations. You've just began your story with God. Share it with the world tell others. There's a number on the screen. You can text this number. We have a pastor standing by and, and we want to give you your next best step in a real relationship with the God of the universe. Thank you for joining us at Broadway today. Go out and tell the world your story.